Welcome to Bible Believers Fellowship and the ministry of BBFOhio.com. I'm Pastor Greg, and I welcome you to our study in 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 6 through 9, titled, He That Letteth Versus That Wicked. The conclusion of our study can be found at BBFOhio.com. As we now begin with our current events update, this is part one of two. The current events update. Number one, Israel at war as of 10-18-23 today. I have to put that on there. People watch this anytime in the future. This thing is changing hourly. So we're doing the best we can to keep you current. Hence, current events update. A full-scale IDF ground invasion of Gaza is imminent. So uh, they've been saying that for probably three or four days now. Now, despite what the news media is telling you, the reason why they've delayed it is because they keep trying to get the civilians out. Unlike Hamas, who targets civilians, Israel is trying not to target civilians. In the meantime, our fake news media continues to promote misinformation. Um, this is how the New York Times covered the Gaza hospital bombing. Here's how they did it. The first headline, the original headline is, Israel strikes. Israel strike kills hundreds in hospital, Palestinians say. Yeah, take their word for it. They changed it. Didn't say anything. They just kind of changed it. If you went to their website later and at least 500 dead in strike on Gaza hospital, Palestinians say. So they don't say Israel there, but it's implied. Well, what happened then? They changed it to at least 500 dead in blast instead of strike in Gaza. Why? Because the evidence didn't match their original narrative. The missile was fired by Hamas, and specifically they're saying it was Islamic Jihad, which is just a, fa a faction of the whole Hamas thing. This is proof of Israel's claims that it was actually missiles from the Gaza Strip shot uh, uh, into the direction of the El Ahali uh, Hospital in Gaza City and not from Israel. These are This is uh, Channel 12's camera. It is a camera situated in the city of Netivot and its view is of the Gaza Strip. You see the time uh, stamp on this. It's 6.59 and this is when it happens. We can play, press play on the tape and you can see very clearly. Again, this is Channel 12's camera. Um, you, you can see that? show that you can see the rockets. This is the uh, left red stamp see the little fired over lights the hospital, which is the right, the and you can see the blast. So that is proof of the fact that it came from the Gaza Strip, uh, a cam uh, our uh, cameras, Channel 12's cameras. Uh, the President of the United States has already said it appears it was done by the other team, meaning he uh, also realizes that it was shooting from inside Gaza over the hospital. I'm not sure he realizes anything, but... <laughs> Islamic Jihad fired the rocket. Hamas lied about it. The media reported exactly what they told them. Welcome to the misinformation war. The misinformation isn't coming from social media where individual grandmas and moms and dads are giving their own opinions. The misinformation is coming from the so-called news. That's where the misinformation. The missile did not hit the hospital. It hit a parking lot. Did you know that? Here's the video. As you can see, the hospital buildings 
only have some windows blown out. There's no structural damage at all. But the, the parking lot got a hole in it. And you can see there that there's uh, some people were probably killed. There's no doubt about that. But they were saying there were 500 killed. The 500 figure is 10 times the real number. But when they were blaming Israel, 500. And now that they're realizing it wasn't Israel, the numbers starting to come down in the news and that sort of thing. Fireball there um, within the grounds of the hospital. The uh, missile seems to have landed in the car park. Um, over the course car of the night, other images lot. have emerged and quite a lot more evidence. Uh, the Israelis are putting a lot of their material out there. Of course, they don't have uh, uh, the, the, the missile itself. Uh, that belongs to Hamas, as it were. And if you could get a look at the missile, the fragments of it, then you'd tell a lot about where it came from. But here's the uh, image in the day. And there you can see, that's Same where the missile hit. There's the crater, not particularly big. There are the vehicles that were absolutely completely destroyed by the missile. But here are the other vehicles that were burned out. This doesn't look like a huge explosion, and one wonders how the death toll could be quite so high. If people were all camped out in the, in the um, car park, it's it plausible, certainly, but that number still sounds pretty high. Looking at these images, plus what the Israelis have indicated, does seem to uh, increase the likelihood that this was a, a missile off track, probably not an Israeli missile, more likely, as they say, to be a, a Palestinian Islamic Jihad missile. Be now, I, I played that because that's not a pro-Israel news source, Sky News, and uh, they're admitting all that. So others on the ground also report the same thing. This guy said he uh, can confirm a number probably between 30 and 50 killed. Terrible. We don't like anybody being killed, but 10 times less than what they were claiming. Pro uh, Psalm 6311, you'll see, says, Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. And all these lies are to fight the propaganda war against Israel so that Israel cannot respond to what Hamas did. Number two, Jew hate must be confronted. And uh, we have never had anybody here that I've had to say this to. But in previous church I was in, I had to uh, confront somebody, and they ended up leaving. Um, I will not put up with that uh, kind of... I, don't, I won't put up with any kind of hate, you know, against somebody just because of the fact that they're a Jew or they're not your collar or whatever you are. And uh, most of you are Heinz 57 anyway, so... Uh, it's kind of uh, hypocritical to uh, blast people of other races because you don't even know what you are. But that's the way most people are these days. And um, this is a website. This is on X, just as FYI. It's called Stop Anti-Semitism. And you go to their page, their account, and you'll see uh, they, they just are constantly updating. Um, this is a... Uh, they're just showing people who are posting this stuff. This isn't Gab. I've told you about Gab. Gab is, Gab.com's got a bunch of Jew haters on there. And they always have. Uh, it's run by Andrew Torba, who's the CEO, and he's a heretic. He believes in supersessionism or the replacement theology that Israel is no longer in God's plan. The church is Israel. And so what you believe matters, and that's why you see that stuff on his site. 
but this is on X. Now, I'm not saying that these people should be, uh, you know, banned or anything. We need to know who these people are. And that's what we need to do is what this, this website, this webpage is doing right here, this Nozima Husenova. Quote, no wonder why Hitler wanted to get rid of them all, or get rid of all of them, as she says, end quote. That's the kind of stuff that's all over, and it's not just uh, people who are models and stuff like that. Uh, she's, she's a model or something, or she's got an Instagram account that she's an influencer or whatever. Uh, this is uh, Marriott Hotels in Arlington is hosting uh, Linda Sarsour, and some of you might remember her. Oh, yeah. And she's a, uh, you can see her right there, if you see my little thing there. She's got her hijab on and everything. And um, they, they, they cancel people who are uh, Bible-believing Christians all the time. And Marriott is in the tank for the whole woke-slash-Islamic thing. Uh, and so on and on, you go down through here, they list these, these are the Congress people, and they're all Democrats, who have still yet to call for the release of the hostages that Hamas has taken. Wow. Tlaib, uh, Carson, Summer Lee, Ramirez, Bowman, Watson Coleman, Jesus Garcia, Jonathan Jackson, of course, AOC, Ocasio-Cortez, uh, that Omar, I think is in Minnesota, uh, Presley, Velazquez, refusing to even call on the, uh, Hamas to release the hostages. And you go down here, you'll see some funny stuff. Every once in a while they have some um, things that are interesting. But this guy here, he, these two men were walking around taking down posters that had put up, put up with the faces of the people who had been kidnapped. He was a dentist. He was with a business down in Miami, and when they saw the video, they fired him. There he is in the advertisement. You know, nice clean-cut guy there. And the name, I won't even give the name of the business. It's not their fault, but they, to their credit, they fired him. Uh, this is a lady who uh, is a, um, works at a hospital up in Dearborn. She's, uh, I don't know if she's a doctor. There's one later that is a doctor. But uh, she works for the hospital there. And she, in response to Hamas on October 7th, she put a picture and said, Oh, what a beautiful morning. Wow. Oh, what a beautiful day because of Jews being killed. Then the, you have this, uh, that's more about her. Um, there's another guy down here. I'm not going to, oh, wait a minute, I need to go back one page there. But there's another guy on here who's actually a physician. There he is. This is a radiologist out in uh, Beverly Hills, California. Andrew Theory, this is his comment, quote, Zionists are genocidal, demonic, greedy, pedophilic retards. Change my mind, end quote. How would you like to have that as your radiologist? Listen, uh, this goes for Christians as much as Jews. I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's a fact. They are telling Jews here in America, uh, n do not go to 
uh, a doctor who you know is a practicing Muslim because it is their religion to kill you. And they, they will, if they can do it through medicine, there have already been uh, examples of it happening. And if you want to roll the dice, go right ahead. But um, I'm sorry, I wouldn't, I'd, I wouldn't stand by and let Jenny be treated by somebody like that. And uh, it's, a, it's not a religion, it's a death cult. And you got to get that out of your head. You've been, Americans have been brainwashed to think that all religions are the same. And we, we, even Christians say, well, I believe Jesus is the Savior. But I think all religions are basically good. And it's just not true. And so... Uh, Let me get myself back to where I was. And sadly, truthers, you know what a truther is? They're not all bad people, but uh, I'm kind of a truther according to a lot of people's uh, definition because what it means is you don't accept the government narrative. You think that the Warren Commission, the 9-11 Commission, and others are a joke. So that would be me. But in the truther community, there's a large segment that are not Bible-believing Christians. And one is uh, Stu Peters. And uh, he's just been putting some vile stuff on his uh, Twitter feed. Or X feed, they're calling it now. And uh, he says this, he posted this, this BBC journalist says the attack on the Al-Ali National Baptist Hospital in Gaza had to have been perpetrated by Israel. That was before any facts were known. And if you listen, I'm not going to play it, but the guy just totally just, uh, you know, yeah, just making stuff up. Conjecture, I guess you'd call it, to be nice. And so I responded to Stu on his page, and I said, Stu has become a useful idiot for Islam. Now, again, if you're not a student of history, you don't understand what I mean by that. That's not, uh, I'm, just, I'm not just calling him an idiot. The term useful idiot, we were talking about downstairs earlier. Uh, Vladimir Lenin called liberals in America useful idiots because they were helping his cause and the cause of communism, even though they didn't identify as communists. And Stu is a useful idiot for Islam, even though he doesn't claim to be a Muslim. And I've made that comment regarding the report. This is pure speculation that has been since debunked in the daylight and hours since. Shame on you, Stu. The spirit of Antichrist and father of lies, John 8, 44, appears to control you. Now, anybody attacking Israel and not being honest about what's going on and trumpeting and repeating all this propaganda coming out of Hamas, they are under the spirit of Antichrist. Amen. Amen. I don't care who they are. Alright, so we continue our study of 2 Thessalonians 2 with a look at he that letteth and that wicked. There's the two salient points. There's, we're going to look at the old text, of course. Beginning verse 6 through 9, I'm going to have you read the even with me, so jump right in with verse 6 and read with me. And now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, 
whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And we're going to stop there in our reading. So we tackle an issue with no complete or solid consensus among Bible teachers. Um, true Bible teachers uh, all agree that the Bible is the inspired Word of God. It's infallible. And we specify the King James Bible. And uh, we got plenty of material over here if you want to look into that for yourself. But the doctrines of the Bible. Real Bible teachers agree that God created the heaven and the earth. Um, the new versions make that heavens, which is an error. But besides that, that we believe God is the creator. And uh, we don't believe in evolution. Real Bible teachers believe, for example, that Jesus was born of a virgin. Amen. That he lived a sinless life. Amen. That he died and shed his blood to pay for the sins of the whole world. Amen. That he was buried, but rose again after three days bodily from the dead. There's, there are preachers in this town right here that do not believe all those doctrines. But all true Christians and all true Bible teachers agree on those doctrines. But there's sometimes some things that even the Bible-believing guys don't really all agree on it. You know what I mean? And this is one of them. Of course, we, could, we also ought to mention dispensational. If you're not dispensational, you're going to, we're going to find a lot of what we believe you're not going to believe. But we don't baptize or sprinkle infants. And, you know, we don't uh, believe that the church is Israel. And there's all kinds of errors because people aren't dispensational and they don't understand the context of Scripture. So I'm going to explain why I believe that the reference to he that leadeth is God the Holy Spirit. Okay? But I'm not going to be dogmatic about it. Um, uh, one preacher said, you know, uh, someone asked him, What's, what do you mean by dogmatic? And he says, well, he, he says, I'm, more, I'm more like a... Uh, a teddy bear than a dog. A dog, he'll just chew on you if you don't like it. And that's what being dogmatic's about. Preachers get a little crazy and they chew on people. Well, there's some things that, you know, we got to take a strong stand on. And we have to be dogmatic. But this is one that we're not dogmatic about, but I think it's important you consider what the text says. There in verse 6, we started and it says, And now ye know what withholdeth. Um... Now, since Paul makes a direct connection with his previous words, he says, and now ye know. Okay, so if I stood up here and gave you the directions for how to make a chocolate peanut butter pie, after I gave you the directions, I say, and now you know how to make the pie, go and do so. Bring them back Sunday. Right? <laughs> well, that's what Paul's doing here with his text. He's already talked about what? What withholdeth. He says, now you know what withholdeth. Well, how would you know? Because he's just told us. And see, that's context. And that's reading the whole text. And not pulling or wresting the Scripture from its context. That, if you do that, that's what you call making a pretext. And a pretext leads to error. So, uh, what is he, he talking about before that? He's talking about the rapture. 
what, he, he says, now you know what withholdeth, what, what, what's he been talking about? The rapture. And if you didn't get that, you need to go back and listen to the several verse, uh, uh, studies we've already had. That's one of the reasons I went so slowly and carefully through the first five verses of this chapter. Because if you don't understand the first five verses, you're already lost by the time you get verse 6. You don't know what's going on. He's been saying, what's verse 1 say? Read that with me. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto What is our gathering together unto Him? The rapture. And then he goes on to say what will happen after the rapture. So what withholdeth? What's keeping all those things happening? What's keeping them from happening is that the rapture hasn't happened. What's keeping it from happening is you're still here. You're still here. He's going to remove his bride before all this stuff starts to happen during the tribulation. That's what he's saying. And uh, we read that already. In verse uh, 3, he said, For that day shall not come except there call a, come a falling away first. And some people want to really argue about how, well, see, that's, that's probably the rapture. And I don't believe it's the rapture, but it is related to the rapture. It's not the same, but it is that closely related because what do we talk about? Leading up to the rapture, we're seeing a great falling away. Mm -hmm. And what happens the moment after the rapture? There's not a single believer left on earth. It's total apostasy. There's not a single... It's the only time in human history when there will be absolutely zero believers is that moment right after the rapture. A total falling away. So it's not the same, but it's at the same moment, basically. So uh, the rapture results in this falling away or total apostasy. The Antichrist will come when the Holy Spirit stops withholding. And this is, you know, follow me. Some of you are familiar with the arguments. Just listen close. Look what verse 6 says. Pick up there at the end, that he might be revealed in his time. Who? The Antichrist. And the Antichrist is going to be revealed, and we talked about that. When? When he confirms the covenant. That's when the seven-year countdown begins. Until that confirmation of the covenant, get that phrase, peace treaty, out of your mind. That's a prophecy teacher thing. That's not a Bible teacher. That's not Bible. The Bible just says he will confirm the covenant with Israel, which will allow them to rebuild their temple, and they'll have a pseudo-peace and world government in place already. Okay? That's when you know who the Antichrist is. Until that moment, we're not sure. We're not sure the world leader, that he'll probably already be a world leader. But we won't know he's the Antichrist until that moment when he confirms that covenant. And since the Holy Spirit restrains the full power of Satan and spirit of Antichrist until his time comes, and how many of you know that? The, see how ugly it's getting in the world? But in America, we ain't seen nothing yet compared to what's happened in other countries. And what happened there? The Holy Spirit in his restraining ministry works through the church. So when you go somewhere where there's very few Christians and the church is either non-existent in that region or very 
small and tiny in it, that that's when you get the darkest areas of the country. And everything happens in the Lord's time. So the Holy Spirit being in His restrainer ministry, working through the church, what are we waiting on? It'll be His time. Yeah. Scripture with Scripture. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. Let's look over to uh, Ephesians, Galatians, Ephesians, chapter 1. Read a few, few verses here. Ephesians 1, beginning verse 9. We're going to read through 14. Uh, Let's start, let's go ahead and read those first two verses together. Having made known unto us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure, which He hath purposed in Himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, He might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in Him. So. It's a mystery in the sense that we are only given information about it in the New Testament. So up to this point, nobody really knew anything about these things. There's seven mysteries in total. We've had a study on that in the past. We'll cover it again sometime. But this talks about the mystery of His will in our text. There's the mystery of iniquity uh, and so forth. Um, mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. You know that? Those are three of the mysteries. What's it say right there? It's according to His good pleasure which He hath pur purposed in Himself. It's all about God and His timing. That, verse 10, in the dispensation. It's that big word you need to learn again.